Santos's kick is lined up. That kick is good. He got it. Four-man rush. Left side throw for the end zone. Coming back. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. A back shoulder touchdown. A burning Verrett. Macklin on a 19-yard catch on an excellent back shoulder throw. How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? You're listening to the Our Heads Abroad podcast, the official podcast for the internationally recognized supporters club of the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm your host, Brad Simcox, and joining me again are Tom Childs and Dave Barnett to chew the fight. Um, right. You all right, lads? You are good? Yeah, yeah, I'm wicked. You, you, you're good? Yeah, you were. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really, really good. It's been a while, isn't it? It's been a while. It's been a short while of yeah. a few weeks. Well, uh, we, we actually said we were going to be uh, just, just spacing these podcasts out a little bit, didn't we? Just to uh, give us a bit of... Uh, um, a bit of a release because we couldn't really do these podcasts over and over again because the material was just light, wasn't it? Um, well, it's the off season, isn't it? So off season, yeah. Kick, kick your feet up. Yeah, stuff right. comes in fits and spurts in the off season. You have a few weeks where nothing happens, and then a bunch of stuff happens in a few days. <laughs> Seems to be in our case, doesn't it? Um, what have you been up to anyway? Have you been uh, you been holidaying or you've been working or what? Working. Um, I've been celebrating. Celebrating. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wenger got a two year, a new two year no, deal. No, no, about it. <laughs> no, not that. No, I'm not celebrating that. That's um, that's something to drown my sorrows for. No, today's a good day. It's a really good day. Is it? And it's yeah. It's got nothing to do with the election, but Taylor Swift put her entire back catalogue back onto Spotify today. Really? And that yeah. is. Good I'm, news. I, am, I must go and check that out. <laughs> you should. You really should. <laughs> if hey, ever it's you want a wanna... strong back catalogue, I'm not going to lie. It's a it strong is. back catalogue. It? It's an entire catalogue of really catchy songs. I couldn't really name... Uh... Oh, no, I can. No, I can. Um, Don't lie, sh- Shake it, Don't shake lie. it off. Is yeah, that one? that's the catchiest of them all. Yeah. That's incredible. you got 22. That's a good song. Oh, my God. I was so happy this morning when I woke up. It is a good day. Go and check her out. Buy Spotify. Taylor Swift. Back Back catalogue. Taylor Swift. You'll you'll thank me. You will thank me. Oh man! If that if that's on the plane, some might say you might fill a blank space in your in your life, Brad. Taylor Swift. Do you know what? I think this is an age thing here because I'm more of a Kylie Minogue. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely an age thing. That's definitely an age thing. Uh, But Kylie Minogue will wipe the floor with with Taylor Swift. Have you seen Taylor Swift? Yeah. She's okay. like six foot. Kylie's like five foot. And yeah. she's got a squad. Like Don't a pint. to that squad. Yeah. <laughs> she's got a squad. Yeah, she's got a squad. Yeah. Is it, is it spelt like S-Q-O-D or something like that as well? I, I don't believe so. No. Squad, like the kids talk, you know? I mean, I'm, I'm not fully familiar with the details of a squad, to be perfectly honest, so... I can't really go into too much detail, but I believe she has a squad. What, what do you need to have a squad? Just more um, people. A reserve goalie. <laughs> and assistant manager. <laughs> a donkey of a striker to lamp on in the 88th minute. And then you've got a squad. 
Oh, all right. Oh well. Well, I, I've uh, I've actually been getting up to na- uh, getting back to nature. I've been um, I've been running around the garden with nothing on. No, I've, uh, I've basically <laughs> what I've done is uh, I went on holiday. I had, a, I had a bit of a brief holiday with the family and that, and I went off to uh, stay in one of these wooden kind of wigwam things. Okay. Have you been in one? You mean like a year? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it, they said it was a wigwam, but I've, it's the funniest wigwam I've ever been in. But yeah, it was it was only a couple of days, like but it was lovely, really nice, really nice. I'm, um, I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to stop you there. It might just be because I'm southern, but what the hell is a wigwam? What's a wigwam? You're not watching any westerns. You call yourself a chief? No. <laughs> <laughs> less of that. A less of that. What's a wigwam? Pro- there'd be there'd be people protesting our podcast if we start getting into that. Um, <laughs> No, it was good. Is it, is I, it, like, I is it like a teepee or something? It's yeah. If you, yeah, if you, basically, it's like, like a yeah, really big. pointy tent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. but round. Okay. Yeah. Well, now all of our audience think conical. I'm really dumb. <laughs> but I've got to say as well. I've got to say, the the, the wigwam we were in didn't look anything like that. It was like what uh, um, what Dave was saying. It's a yurt. What's Pretty a yurt? <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, mu- it's a much bigger. It's like a really big tent, but it's like a permanent thing it's and it can hold up the weather and doesn't get blown away when it gets yeah. a bit windy like a normal tent yeah get this though okay. get this though we had an ensuite in it yeah you get some pretty nice yurts I'm, yeah. not, I'm not gonna lie like, we had a shower and a toilet and everything in it I, yeah I did I did I stayed in a yurt when I did uh, like a a week down in Wales when yeah. I was at uni for some uh, where we did a load of activities and stuff like that when I was on my course it was like you know rock climbing all that stuff and yeah we stayed in a year brilliant yeah we had like a little uh little um furnace in the middle yeah you'll be doing it soon tom you're a family guy now you'll be doing it soon now call me boring i'll take a travel lodge any day (laughs) (laughs) travel lodge (laughs) travel lodge ah living the high life Mm. no expense spared here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right all right all right okay well it's it's nice to know that you've been there uh, keeping yourselves active anyway put it that way um let's move on then shall we shall we go into the into the chief's news let's go straight let's into that um first up it's it's every time we seem to do these podcasts now it's it's like an obituary, isn't it, of, of players that we once had <laughs> every time we do a podcast now someone's been cut jerry macklin cut by the chiefs uh, I must admit, when I woke up and I heard that news, I was like, what? That cat's got to be a joke. That has to be a joke. Um, yeah. Can you can you believe it? Can you guys believe that? Yeah, but I didn't think it would happen so this soon. soon. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought maybe next year. You were thinking, okay, maybe he might be under a bit of pressure if he doesn't have a bounce back here this year because... He's on a big contract and that's a lot of money to be paying a guy that A, can't stay healthy and B, didn't really perform when he was healthy anyway Mm. last year. Now, I know some people throw out and say Smith was a large part of that. And I'm one of those people. I would would agree with you to some extent, but I do think since Macklin got that injury against Houston... In the playoffs, he mm. hasn't looked the same since then for me. So you think it's an injury decision, do you think? I don't think it's an injury decision. I'm just saying I don't think he's looked like the same player since he's come back. And I don't know if, you know, 
12 million dollars is a lot of money to be paying a guy that's not you know Odell Beckham or Julio Jones so mm. yeah, yeah I think that's part of the problem that's the problem he's paid wide receiver one money um, but he's not He's not a, a true number one wide receiver. He's not an Antonio Brown. He's not an Odell Beckham, Des Bryant, these sort of guys. He's no, he's nowhere near that level. He's like a very, very good wide receiver too. And he's his contract, which is the reason which has got him cut, I would say, more so than his play. Um, if we could have got a pay, um, maybe a pay cut out of him, I think I would have been all for us trying to keep him. I do get the logic behind cutting him, but on the other side of it, I bring it back to leadership, which we talked about a few shows ago, mm. and we pointed out that the offense has very few leaders on it, and Jeremy Macklin was one of them, and I think the wide receiver group now is very young, um, and very lacking of a true leader, which Jerry Mac- Jeremy Macklin looked like he was yeah so so you're so you're on the, the the side of it was more of a cap issue um dave seems to think yeah. they, they probably they, they probably saw him in 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 the otas not running quite as well as he should do that, for that money i think or, it was a, a combination of the two like yeah you know if macklin had been playing like he had in year one of his deal last year and looked like that same player yeah it would still be a lot of money but it wouldn't you know wouldn't be as major of an issue but for the production last year and obviously the health issues it yeah it's for me it's too much money to be paying a guy like that i think you can replace that production at a much much cheaper cost um and that's what it's all about especially You know, in a sport like the NFL where you have the salary cap, like you're always looking to replace production cheaply. And um, the Chiefs have had a lot of issues with the salary cap for a number of years. And, you know, every offseason we always seem to come in being pushed right up against the salary cap yeah. or even over it a little bit until we clear some space. And, yeah, I think, Hopefully, these next couple of years, we'll start to shed a couple of the big unnecessary contracts. You know, mm-hmm. Smith will probably be gone either if it's not the end of this year, the end of next year. But I'd be shocked if it's not the end of this year. Yeah. Um, and then I think you're probably either going to be cutting or renegotiating with Harley for his deal at the end of this year. Think Alan is he in his last, another one. Is Harley in his last year now? Is that it, it, did he just extend for a year, was it? Or two? I don't I think he's got two. Two, is it? Feel All free right. to correct me on that. I could be I, wrong. I, but. No idea. I just know it's quite it's quite um, close, isn't it? I think ultimately it come down to it was either Macklin or Dustin Colquitt which were going to be cut. And the Chiefs obviously to make room for the rookies that is to get their contract signed. Um Ultimately, you could make the case that Dustin Colquitt is more valuable to the Chiefs than Jeremy Macklin because field position is such a big part of the Chiefs' game plan that mm. um, you need that Pro Bowl level, uh, top of the range punter in your game to to enable us to get great field position for our 
lackluster offense um, to capitalize on and our terrific defense as well. Um, I generally think that that's what the thinking was, that it was going to be Macklin, Colquitt, and the Chiefs viewed Colquitt as a more valuable asset to the team. And that's why Jeremy Macklin is the one that's gone and not well, Dustin. Well, I've said I've said before that um, I've always felt Jeremy Macklin was this kind of stopgap kind of player until we built that we've built that weakness up because the wide receivers were at one uh, before he came in. It was a bit of a weakness for us, wasn't it? I mean, it's been a it's been a weakness for years. Yeah, prior to Macklin getting here. So you know, getting him in, him in like that was always a stopgap until we could build up that wide receiver core. And I think we're at that point now where we've got these youth, these youth players and we just want to see what they can do. We just want to just throw them on there and see, just just earn, earn your wage, go for it, you know. I know, but I mean, the thing is, the way with Alex Smith at quarterback as well, you're never really going to take full advantage of a, a true number one receiver. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Do do you think we used him right though, Macklin while he was here? Because we did we did send a lot of screen players over to him a lot, didn't we last season? Or was it the season before? I can't remember which was now. But um, did we, did did our offense use him right? <laughs> sorry guys, just sorry to interrupt. Um, I've just got your blank space reference from earlier, Dave. <laughs> Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> to be honest, I was, just, I was still sitting there thinking about Taylor Swift, and I just I started chuckling to myself, thinking, "Oh, you said blank space. That <laughs> was clever." <laughs> you know, I was <laughs> I was surprised you didn't pick up on it. To be perfectly honest, I knew Brad would just let it. Yeah. <laughs> Go um, straight over his head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really sorry I didn't pick up on it earlier, but you know, 15 minutes later, I, I finally yeah, got the joke. No, it's, it's all I still, I still haven't got there yet. Wasted on you guys. Wasted sorry. on you guys. <laughs> totally wasted. Uh, so going back to the question, did the Chiefs use Jeremy Macklin correctly, or is he going to go to somebody like the Ravens, or is, is he already been to the Ravens to check them out? And he hasn't he hasn't signed yeah. them. He's gone to Buffalo and then um he's finished there, didn't sign, they've gone to Baltimore. I think Baltimore is a perfect fit for him. Right. Um Joe Flacco just slings it, doesn't he? Um yeah. they they throw the ball as many times as um So, as so say he went the to league. the Ravens now, are we gonna see Macklin do another thousand yard season? Yes. Yeah. The, I, he's I, in I, pause there. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I genuinely believe that. Um if he as long as he stays healthy he will definitely get a thousand yards for the Ravens because Joe Flacco just throws the ball. They don't have a run game um, in Baltimore. They're just a passing offense. It's similar to what like the Saints are going to be like, um, or have been like. What the Giants are definitely going to be like this year mm. It's just going to be pass, pass, oh, pass, pass, pass. Don't sleep on Paul Perkins. Who? Paul Perkins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Giant, Who? Giants running back. Who? Nah, well, with, with Shepard, Beckham, and Marshall. That's um. That's a lot yeah, I'm of just saying, don't sleep. Into... Okay, I won't. But you can tell me I told you so in six, seven months' time. When, Mac- oh, when yeah. Macklin's putting a thousand it. yards up. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but I generally think Macklin will go to Baltimore and succeed there. Mm-hmm. Um, they need a wide receiver and they've got a quarterback that just wants to throw the ball the whole time. And so, yeah, yeah I think I think he'll comfortably get a thousand yards in, um, in Baltimore. Do not think he will. I, I think he'll have a solid season, you know, Seven, eight hundred yards, maybe five or six touchdowns, but yeah, I don't, 
I say he doesn't. To me, he doesn't look like the same player of a couple of years back. Um, yeah. uh, and you know, I wish him all the best, and I, I hope he does perform well. But yeah, it's, for me, there was. I know, obviously, Smith doesn't help him, but he did just didn't look like the same player last year as he did the year before, and um, especially he's now what he's thirty years old. Mm. Mm. You know he's not. He's no spring get, chicken, is he? Yeah, exactly. It's. I, I say I think he'll have a decent year, but yeah, I I don't see him having another thousand yards. Yeah. Um. Moving on then, if we if we're now saying that we've got the wide receivers of the future, who's going to be our WR one now then? Because the Chiefs have obviously given Tyreek Hill first dibs on it, haven't they? Is he? Is he where we should be using him the most? Is he is he useful there? I mean, he's useful all over the field, which is where I still yeah, think he is. Yeah. I think I still think they'll use him. He's not going to be. He's he'll be wide receiver one in terms of he's the go to guy, but he's not going to be wide receiver one in the way that people think. Where right, he always lines up in that spot. You know, he's not going to be that guy. Yeah, he's going to be the go to guy of the wide receiver group, but he's still going to line up all over the field, probably in the backfield a little bit still as well. You know, you're still going to see him running those jet sweeps and trying to, you know, clever little ways to get the ball in his hands quickly. Um, For me, Conley's going to be that guy that's going to line up as that wide receiver one. He's going to be in that spot that Macklin was in and be there, you know, most downs. Um, now, I'm not saying he's going to straight up produce like a number one receiver, but he's going to be how, you know, in that position that everyone assumes when they think wide receiver one. I like what you're saying there about Tyreek Hill. I think you're right. I think use him how we did last year because he used to play running back. He played wide receiver. He played, it, God, he was like, I think he even played tight end at one point, didn't he? He was in that kind of position. And he was doing, it was, they were just moving him around just moving around before the play, weren't they? Well, I think the most like noticeable comparison with Tyreek Hill, if you're talking about him becoming an, an actual, uh, genuine wide receiver, you almost have to compare him to like Antonio Brown a little bit um, in his in his earlier days, where he was lined up all over the field and a smaller wide receiver with speed and um, that could clearly catch the ball. And that's where I think you will see. Tyreek Hill and he as as Dave was saying earlier he's not a traditional wide receiver no. first wide receiver not you're not your Des Bryant type or um your Julio Jones I think you are looking at a receiver that will line up in the slot a lot mm. still um maybe outside outside sometimes for the fly routes but traditionally I think well ordinarily we're going to see him um all over the place and yeah. There will be no ordinary, ordinary for him. I just think he's going to be everywhere. In fact, um, yeah, you wouldn't stifle I'm, him, would you? You wouldn't stifle him no. in just one position. No, no. What I'm worried about though, in is special teams because if he's becoming that much of a, a focal point for the offense now with him and uh, Travis Kelsey, you do you risk your your best players in special teams? Like the Steelers still do it. They still have Antonio Brown. I mean, I think that's why they've got. Chessonen from Michigan. I mm. think he's. I would assume he's going to take over kickoff duties this year. Well, I think I they were think, leaning towards Thomas, weren't they? 
Thomas isn't big enough to return kicks. Well, they were um, saying it, they were saying he was going to do the kickoff returns, I think, uh, and Tyreek Hill was uh, earmarked for just keep doing the punt the punt return. I would quite happily place a bet now that Chess and all these returning kicks come game one this season, and not Dad. No, and Hill will be still punt returning. Is that what's that? Is that a pint in KC? Yeah, that's a pint. I'll, I'll, you know, uh, a beer bet. <laughs> right. Right pint now, KC. Chess and them will be the number one kick returner, and right. Hill and will still return punts. As long as Hill is still returning punts, because that for me is where he's most dangerous. Um, yeah. He can turn a game on its head. It, he might not score every time, but we were talking about field position earlier with Dustin Colquitt. Tyreek Hill is exactly the same. As just as important to the special teams, and we need we need that X factor. Like Dante Hall, he's he's that sort of level potentially. Um, so you 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 need to have the guy there. He's just so fast. I mean, the thing is, like as fantastic as Dante Hall was, you know, Hill is a much better athlete. Than, oh yeah, than Hall was. You know, Hall was he had some of the most ridiculous moves and he was a fast guy, but he wasn't built like Hill. Hill is built, you know. He looks like a running back that just happens mm. to play receiver. Well with Hill, um obviously his big thing is speed. That's what everyone knows him as. He's obviously got the nickname the Cheetah. And that actually leads me to this week's edition of Brad versus Dave. <laughs> Seamlessly oh, okay. which is Currently 2-2 after Brad having longer arms than Dave. Yeah, uh, genetics. <laughs> so, right, the rules of this week is very simple. Um, well, let me let me do the intro. Oh, God. Last season, last season, Tyreek Hill, his top speed during an NFL game was 23.24 miles per hour. Per hour. Mm. Now, that's fast. That's really fast. Yeah. But, but how does he compare to some animals of the wild and their top speed. <laughs> right. Okay. So okay. I'm going to give, it's penalty shootout style, but we're only doing three each this time. I'm going to give you an animal. You have to tell me if their top speed is faster or slower than Tyreek's Hill top speed of last season. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Dave, you're going to go, Dave, you're going first. Oh, that makes a change. You're going first this week. So first up, an African bush Elephant. Does it go faster or slower than Tyreek Hill? Uh, see, this seems like it'd be one of those trick ones where you think an elephant, no, it can't be that fast. And then it turns out it is actually faster. But I'm going to probably fall for the trap and say no. It is faster than Tyreek Hill. It's top speed of 24.9 miles per hour. 24.9 24.9 I don't know I don't know I don't know who had the stop clock on the old, <laughs> on the African bush element but elephant or something. <laughs> yeah go on uh, um, <laughs> this next one's even weirder uh, Brad yeah the black mamba and I'm not talking about Kobe Bryant <laughs> <laughs> the black mamba um, I'm gonna say slower and you're right uh, Black Mamba can go 20 miles an hour. Really? Wow. Yeah, so it's 1 0 to you. Faster than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually, yeah. <laughs> um, Dave? Yeah. A brown bear. Just a random brown bear. <laughs> just a random brown bear. Not Winnie, 
just a random brown bear <laughs> that they found in that they say put him uh, on. not Paddington you see brown <laughs> no. bears brown bears are the big ones aren't they yeah, have you seen Revenant that's nasty cool that yeah uh, I would I'd say faster and you're wrong again I'm sorry oh, wait, I would have said faster there Tyreek Hill is faster than a brown bear. <laughs> 21.7 miles an hour. <laughs> that's still fast. Jesus, isn't it, really? that's yeah. faster than me. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> faster than the average human. Um, faster than the average bear. Is that yeah. what you're going to say then? <laughs> Brad. <laughs> Gather yourself together. You've got a question to ask. It's like a Yogi Bear thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brad. Yeah, go on. It is a giraffe. Faster or slower than Tyreek Hill? Oh, uh, that's got to be faster. It is. It is faster, which makes you this week's winner. But we're going to yes. carry on anyway. We're going to carry on anyway. Dave. Yeah, go on. Snail. A hair. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. A hair. It's got to be slower. Nope. A hair is faster than Tyreek Hill. Oh. Twenty-nine point eight miles an hour. Twenty-nine miles an hour. So that's a donut for you, Dave. That's zero. And this for a complete whitewash, Brad. Go on. Bibi is Roadrunner or a Roadrunner. Who the hell clocks road? Oh, you mean like you mean like As an in, actual roadrunner? An actual yeah, roadrunner. Yeah. Not a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> if it was the cartoon, I'd quite safely say faster. Yeah. I, I, w- I would say that was faster than Terry Hill. No, it's slower. Is it? Yeah, the Roadrunner's not that fast. It's um. Actually, the slowest animal we had, it's 19.9 miles per hour. It's so it's, Wiley Coyote, it, the, though, isn't it? the Black Mamba would beat <laughs> Roadrunner in a race, apparently. There we go. But anyways, that makes it three to two for Brad. I like how you have to pick random oddness now just to let it, you know, give it my chance. <laughs> You're like giving up on all the Chiefs oh, oh, and sports related stuff because oh, it was just... Have you thrown, have you, are you throwing that one? Are you? Is that what you're saying? You throw no, that I'm just saying you, like he's got to go to like the most random stuff ever now. Oh no, I like I like the skill thing he's doing here. There's skill in this. Yeah, but like think about it. Everyone's <laughs> learning right now. Yeah, so we people, exactly. people can go to work on Monday morning. They're going to go to their colleagues and go. Do you know that a black mamba can go twenty miles an hour? <laughs> and that a brown bear is slower than an NFL player. <laughs> like, that's just. That's awesome knowledge. Hashtag hey, knowledge. Hashtag knowledge, yeah. No, we'll, we'll no doubt get to the point where it's like um, in 1972, which player was seventh selected person in the draft or something like that, then Dave's just going to get it bang on the money, in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dave's doing his research for all the wrong subjects. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just guessing. It's great. How how long does this go on for these games until the end of the season? Probably until in, the end of the off season. Yeah, sense, until, uh, until right, okay. you've won basically. Well, going back to the um, obviously the wide receiver chat that we've had, uh, we've had a great question coming from uh, Christian Miller on Twitter. Uh, if you're playing the wide receivers of the future this season after cutting Jeremy Macklin, why not start the quarterback of the future and get some understanding now? No. No, no. I can see where he's thinking there. I, I get, I get it. I get the sentiment, but at the end of the day, the Chiefs are 
five months removed from being in the divisional round of the playoffs. It's not like we're a, a team that are floating around the bottom of the league or mid-table, mm. as it were. We are a contender. We will continue to be a contender this year with Alex Smith. He's chucking Patrick Mahomes with all those young wide receivers this year. Mm. We are looking at four and 12, three and three and 13, maybe six and 10 if we're lucky because of our defense. Um, the Chiefs still view this team as capable of winning a Super Bowl this year. Um, that's why you stick with Smith. You have a chance with Smith. You, don't, you have zero chance with Patrick Mahomes. I get it where you want, might want to play the long game and thinking long term, but the Chiefs can still win. It's almost like AFC. a phasing, isn't it? It's like a phasing the kind of thing. You want to, you're not phasing your wide receivers, your new ones with a, with a, um, a kind of veteran quarterback, and then and then moving your new one. It's not even that. Like Mahomes is worse <laughs> off if you throw him in now than yeah. if you let him sit. That that's the thing. It's not quarterback isn't one of those positions where you go, oh well, yeah, the game time that'll help. It's like. No, he needs to sit and learn this offense and, you know, adjust the mechanical things that, you know, he needs to get right and learn from the guy that's in front of him. Mm. You know, look at Aaron Rodgers, who's, you know, one of, if not the best QB in the league right now. Um, He sat, you know. He came out of a college similar to Mahomes where... They ran a spread offense, and he slung the ball around. Didn't really, you know, go under center much. He comes into Green Bay, into a great situation where he learns behind a Hall of Fame quarterback, and was, I think, a much better player for it. Just look at a guy like Goff last year. They yeah. got thrown into the fire far, far too early, and he looked dreadful. And I say, I. I don't think you're helping Mahomes, and I don't think you're helping the Chiefs long term by throwing in Mahomes this year. It just doesn't make any sense to me to yeah. do that. Yeah, we mentioned that about the Browns as well, throwing in the quarterbacks too soon as well, didn't they? They draft them and then just throw them into throw them into the. I start mean, they don't have any other option in Cleveland though because they have yeah. no team around them. So it's not just a case of the quarterback being the issue there. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, for us. It is just a case of, yeah, we're one or two pieces away probably, but yeah. it's still no reason to be throwing a quarterback into the fire too soon. What's Alex Smith's game plan this year? Is it just going to be just let loose, give the give the coaching staff a headache about what they're going to do at the end of the season if he has a blinding year? It's playing for your next team, you know, pl- putting shot yourself window. in the shot window. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. promoting yourself and trying to get yourself another contract somewhere else if the Chiefs do cut you after this year um, I say unless Smith has a completely crazy year where he throws for 4,000 yards and wins the, two, wins the Super Bowl 28 touchdowns <laughs> and wins the Super Bowl it's like storybook year <laughs> honestly unless that happens I, I just I don't see any way he's in Kansas City next year I genuinely don't not at the cost that he's gonna be next year, yeah. seventeen, like 17 million. million Yeah, yeah. God, he'll money. find work as well. He will find work. Oh yeah, there's, there's teams there's about... crying out for quarterbacks. So yeah, I, 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 I'll put money on. There's at least ten to fifteen teams in the league who would happily swap quarterback situation with us. Right. Well, now. I've I've said this in uh, my my YouTube videos uh, that 
I always thought Smith was this kind of steady steady quarterback that if you were wanting to start a new era of a franchise, you would get Alex Smith in because he would just he would protect the ball, he would um he would give you that kind of steady steady the ship type of player, won't he? Until you start building the team around him. And then once a team gets to a certain level, they'll get rid of him. And I think that's probably what the Chiefs are doing now. They're probably getting to the point where we've had that steady era. Now we want to do something different. I, yeah, I, I think it's not even that. It's like, you know, the Chiefs are good, but we're not. Yeah. We're, not we're, we're no New England. This Chiefs defence isn't the Ravens defence of 2000 that mm. won a Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer. Do you know what I mean? The, you know, Smith can win games, but for me, he's not going to drag you through and... When the defense doesn't show up, he's not going to be the guy that cons- consistently. He's done it once or twice, but consistently, he's not the guy that can pull a team through when the defense doesn't show up. Yeah. You know, he, he's done it. He did it week one last year against San Diego. Um, but just look at games where it's looked like it's getting out of hand at hand early. And he hasn't changed in, it up, has he? And yeah. it's just. You always think the Chiefs are going to lose. As soon as the Chiefs get down early, you're always thinking, I don't see any way out of this. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Pittsburgh game last year, it was like as soon as they went two scores up early, you were just like, right, call it a night. That's game over. Mm-hmm. Same with when they lost to Green Bay the year before. It was just like as soon as they were up up early, it was like, yeah, that, that's that done. He's a, a good NFL quarterback, a very solid NFL quarterback, but I, yeah, he's one of those that will take you so far, but I just don't think he can push you over the edge. Mm. Right. Well, that leads me on to the next question, actually, from uh, David Forrest uh, on the Facebook page, on the Arrowheads Abroad Facebook page. Um, are the Chiefs going to waste the best years um, of the top defence by looking into the future on the offence? I mean, you, you're talking one year, and I like we cut one guy. Like the rest yeah. of the team from last year is still there. We've cut one guy. Honestly, like I think I say, you can replace his production. Maybe not his leadership, but I think you can replace his production. And yeah, yeah. As I say, I just why 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 does everyone assume that because we've cut Macklin, this is us throwing in the towel this year? We've still got an extremely talented team. And, yeah, I still think we're the best team in this division. I think it was the shock, wasn't it? The initial shock of where the hell did that come from, you know? Um, yeah. But the timing off, of it. Leading off what Dave said, we are still a very good team. You only have to look at... We've talked about in abundance about Tyreek Hill already, but we really haven't mentioned Travis Kelsey much in this podcast, but we've talked about him a lot before and what he brings to the table he is elite um he is one of the two best tight ends in the league and he seems to be getting better and better every year mm. so and teams can't handle really good tight ends it's proven year in year out that they have caused such a mismatch problem that you can base your offense around him um the running backs look good good this year um Spencer Ware was solid for the first half of last year, then took a bit of a drop-off, but Kareem Hunt looks like he's going to come and steady that ship. Um, I know all three of us are really, really excited about what yeah. he's going to bring to the table. Um, the offensive line is another year older, another year of playing together. Um, 
I think the offense looks in quite a good shape going forwards. Um, I think Mahomes is going to be very fortunate to be walking into a situation that he is going to with so much young talent mm-hmm. around. Um, but also, who the team's being led by? Andy Reid is still one of the the best offensive coaches in the league, and having him alone is is an advantage. Um, look what he can do with Smith. He's still winning us games with with Alex Smith, despite his yeah. um, limitations. Um, I don't, I don't see. I think the offense is suited to the defense we have. Um, we all know the defenses are the true superstars of our of our team. But other than Tamba Harley and Derek Johnson, I, the rest of them are still quite young. Justin yeah. Houston's still got a few years left yet. D Ford's still young. Eric Berry's got just signed a new five year deal. Marcus Peters has got ten years left. Um, this Terence Mitchell guy looks who looks like he could possibly build a real deal. He's still quite young. Ron Parker's young. The defense is still really, really young. Chris Jones, second year. Mm. Um, they've got years and years ahead of them. So um, we're not wasting the best years of our no, no. Top I just, I just think we're on offense. We're start. We're more looking like we're going to go in the direction of Oakland. Oakland have load, loaded themselves with young talent mm. um, throughout. Other than Marshawn Lynch, of course, and Michael Crabtree, but. Um, They've gone younger on offense, but it's worked out for them. And I think we're going to have in a situation in a couple of years' time where the whole team, offense and defense, is growing up together. And it's going to be a real, not family, but it's going to be a lot of continuity there. And it's going to be some consistency for years and years to come. So, no, I, I think the Chiefs' best times are um, are ahead of them, certainly yeah. not behind them. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for what's going to happen in the next um, three to four years. For sure. that's, that's the thing about compared to last year as well. Like we're looking to start the season with a healthy, hopefully a healthy Houston, uh, Johnson and Ford all on the field at the same time. Hmm. When does that happen in the last what year and a half? It hasn't. So having hasn't all those guys, teams. On the, yeah, and that's what I mean. Having up. all those guys on the field, we get March Lillard back as well to play. You know, Ramit Wilson. With having Johnson back, those two are going to be in a much better position rather than being relied on to be the number one guy. As I say, you've got Peters looking more and more like one of the best corners in the game as the weeks go by. Um, yeah, you mentioned Mitchell, who, if he carries on playing like he did last year, be delighted. Steven Elson, who had a really, for me, a breakout year last year. Um mm-hmm. And if he can continue that form, I think he's got that nickel corner spot locked down. I say, and then at safety, Parker, Berry, Sorensen, you've got, you know, possibly Eric Murray this year, who hopefully will take a step forward in his second year. Well, so tell you what, hold that thought because uh, you've actually nicely led on to the next question, actually, from uh, Tom Wildridge, who was on the uh, Our Heads Abroad Facebook page again. Uh, his question was, which player? Uh, excluding rookies uh, is going to step up the most this year so you you were going through quite a lot of names there and I'm thinking god yeah that one's good and that one that one could be stepping up next and which one do you think is going to be I think it's going to be um, Travis Kelsey I really do like Travis Kelsey was very very good last year I think he still had more to give we all know he doesn't score enough touchdowns 
Um, again, his blocking was we've, brilliant. Though. We've put it onto we've put that on the quarterback. His blocking has come on leaps and bounds mm. in the last two years. It's it, like he when he first started, he, you didn't look at him and think he was much of a blocker, but he looks like a guy that really enjoys that side of the game as well. Um, yeah, I think he has another level to go to, and I generally think that Travis Kelsey will, especially with Macklin now gone could put the offence on his back and you could be looking at crazy numbers for Travis Kelsey next season. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I I think you're looking at um Demarcus Robinson. Um Oh you've nicked him. I was I was <laughs> I was I was just about to say the same thing. I've heard good things about this kid. Like last year he came in to this team really raw. He's admitted himself that, you know, he needed time to mature and grow up and you know, learn this offense as well. Um, and I think similar to how Conley took a step forward in his second year last year, I think Robinson's poised to do the same again uh, this year. He's got the athletic talent, and um, if you can put it together on the field, I generally think he could surprise quite a few people this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was going to go with Demarcus Robinson, but I'll go with somebody else this time. I'm I'm looking mostly at the uh, the wide open cornerback spot. Um, I think Mitchell had a good few games, brilliant few games. Um, so if he can replicate that going into the start of the next season, I I think that would really balance it out a lot because he he's not really a ball hawk, is he? But he he gets in the way, and we just need that. We need somebody to, st- to literally step up in that in that CB slot. Yeah, we'd be we'd be sorted on defense. Yeah, if because Marcus Peters is basically a lockdown corner now. I mean, mm. for the way he's been playing, they don't, last they, they don't throw to him, do they? And exactly, and <laughs> so you've got one you've got one half of the field sorted and if if Terence Mitchell can come not in play at 75% of Marcus Peters level mm. then we're laughing and but then you've got like uh, then uh, you've got Nelson though as well like what Dave yeah. was saying aren't you so yeah. I'm probably looking at the position mostly than what the actual player is but yeah it's it's going to be an interesting one for the uh, the cornerbacks what, one guy we didn't mention that I've just popped into my head now who's only just signed with the Chiefs but Benny Logan could be really, really important to this team. I've just thought of something as well. Benny Logan, meet Jamal Charles. <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon? You need, you need to get over it. That <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know I do. But I mean, it's with uh, also the Raiders as well getting Lynch. You know, that could be a key area, couldn't it? That really could be a key spot there with, with Logan. Do you know what? I'm not scared of Marshall Lynch. I just... He's a tank. He's had a year. Now. He's he's a good. He's a, he was a very good running back, but he's had a year out. Um, Don't do was, that. Don't do this, Tom. No, I know. <laughs> I probably shouldn't. I probably it. regret this. But <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about the Raiders or Marshall Lynch too much. But no, I'm not. I'm not particularly worried about Marshall Lynch. It's what they can do in the air that worries me. Yeah, I think he'll. I think he'll have a solid year, but he doesn't strike fear into me like he did four or five years ago. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I think that's everything for the uh, for the actual roster news and things like that. But we've got some other news, haven't we, Tom? Our Heads Abroad membership has now been launched. Yeah. 
after months of thinking about it and all of my fears of um, it you not were taking worried, off. You? you were really worried. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, really was. To do it. Um, I generally thought that I thought we might get like 20 sign-ups, but it turns out that us, the team, have put together a really, really good package that people have jumped on board with but like and we've just this minute my phone's gone off and we've had another sign up that brings us to 75 sign ups really in in, <laughs> t- in 11 days which is just crazy and i need to thank everyone that has signed up so far um for you guys that don't know about the membership and somehow don't know about the membership <laughs> because we've been ha- we've had it in your face for the last two weeks but tweeting um, about it and facebook yeah. and all sorts yeah <laughs> Um, pay you £20 you become an Arrowheads Abroad Gold member and for that you get a welcome pack which includes now only a patch because we've run out of badges and luggage tags and key rings now um, a patch and then you get entered into two competitions which we'd normally pay for um, to run throughout the whole season and then but the the big draw I think with this membership scheme is the prize draws that we have on offer Um You've gone mental with the prizes. Yeah, we've got we've got some <laughs> got we've got some really good deals. Um, basically, if you become a gold member, you automatically get entered into these prize draws, which are run throughout the whole season. And some of the prizes we have offer on offer are amazing. We have little things like mugs and Lego and t-shirts and hats. But then we've got really really good prizes like a signed Derek Johnson jersey, a signed Derek Johnson helmet, a Len Dawson signed. Uh, mini helmet um, a Tyreek Hill jersey that's signed as well we've got signed photos we've got a Len Dawson jersey we're going to give away Chiefs jerseys just tonight we give away the first prize and of the year and that was a Chiefs jersey to um, Tyke Harvey so congratulations to him um, we're all really excited here for obvious reasons because it's the first time we've done a paid membership and you guys have bought into it as much as we wanted to and more and it's meant that we've got hold of some really really good prizes and we can make the membership better for you so i just want to say thank you to everyone that signed up including you two thank yeah. you very much yeah no it's thank uh you. it's brilliant i mean um we luckily got the chance to uh to, to pick our numbers as well i went with eric berry's number 29 did you? I noticed yeah. Dave went. Dave went twenty-two. I'm assuming for his Peters. football number and Peters, and I went Derek Johnson, fifty-six. Yeah, you know, as, as you're aware, he's my. It's funny. It's funny though because people were because people were allowed to choose the the membership number, weren't they? And uh, it's funny yeah. people people who were coming in a bit later were going, "Oh, can I have? Uh, I don't know, like." 10 for Tyree Hill you know that kind of thing and like, nah, yeah. gone. <laughs> that's nah, gone that's gone someone else like Trent 15. Green 15 <laughs> nah that's gone <laughs> yeah. yeah it's been good it's been fun really yeah, fun nah, it's, it's going really well thank, thank you all no nah, great work with it mate I mean it's uh, like I said it's been, a, it's been a team effort we've all put our our, our kind of like couple of pence worth in now and again just mm. to uh keep tom on the right track but it's all it's been all his idea and it's been great um the prizes i can't get over the prizes like i really can't and it's just going to grow more isn't it the more and more people we get on the membership exactly yeah um we 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 keep about five pounds back per 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 sign up to pay for postage um but then the rest of the 15 pound is spent on prizes so there's there's plenty more money left in the pot to uh buy some really really good prizes Excellent, excellent. Well, well done, excellent. Um, right, any other business? This is the obviously the part of the show where we just disc- 
discuss about anything random or topical, shall we say. Um, the thing I've got in my uh, any other business bit is, obviously we're going through a general election at the minute, aren't we? Well, we have been. Yeah. In the UK. All, all trying the to find out a new Prime Minister <laughs> and it's kind of just, yeah, it kind of fell like a wet fart really, didn't it? It was... Um, <laughs> We've got we've had a hung parliament and it's just been an absolute mess, literally from start to finish. So we thought, if we made our own party, what policies would we have? Obviously, thinking thinking in the back of our mind, we've got to kind of keep it NFL Chiefs related. What policies would we have? Well, the first thing I would do is no NFL fan has to work Monday morning. That's the first <laughs> policy. For the for the late night. Are we just making it a four day, a four day work week then? Yeah, Monday off for everyone. Four day work week. Yes, that's isn't, the first. Isn't thing. that what one of the Scandinavian countries is doing soon? Aren't really? they going to a four day work week? Is it somewhere like Norway or somewhere? I'm sure they're going to. Get me a ticket. There. Get me a ticket. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> I think my firm have factories in um, Norway. I might see if I can get a transfer. There we go. Yeah, Dave, have you got thought? Have you got one? You got a policy yeah, for us? I'm, I'm going to say make Thanksgiving a UK holiday as well. Because I love Thanksgiving. <laughs> that like, is hey, that's awesome. a belt of that one. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. You see, I have a few American friends, and like when they were over here, I used to do Thanksgiving with them and stuff like that. And it's such a great holiday, man. You just have a whole day watching football, eating a turkey dinner, and then. People can go crazy the following day, shopping for sales. Do you know what? That's 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 one as the election. It's that like, right <laughs> it's for, honestly, I almost enjoy it as much as I did Christmas. It's a fantastic, <laughs> fantastic holiday. And so you, yeah. you mean have it here though? You have it here, but yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or do we fly over to America? No, no, no. Have it here. Make it an official UK holiday as well. Sounds There's no good. reason we can't do it. And, I'm uh, all over that. Yeah. You're all over that. <laughs> yeah. Don't we have to have like a reason to have um, it? No. Be- because of... We're, we're, we're politicians now. We can just lie. Oh, yeah, of course we can. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, who, okay. Who would but, be Prime but, Minister? Jess was going to give thing. us four extra bank holidays. So if I just take two of them for Thanksgiving, you've still got yeah, another but, two we've got left yeah, to but, do whatever. That sounds brilliant. That sounds really good. Um, what job role then? What job role will we have? Would would, would Tom be the prime minister? <laughs> uh, probably, yeah. He's the most organised of. I would actually like group. to change that name though from prime minister to commander in chief. See what I did there? Can I just not be owner? And owner. you could be you could be general manager, and <laughs> Dave could be head coach. <laughs> just change all the oh, cabinet. Oh, I see what you mean. I see what change, you mean. Change the whole cabinet into I mean, NFL. Head of, head of football operations. That's the Yeah. <laughs> it's like the home secretary or something. Yeah. Yeah, home secretary is actually talking about home games. Not... not <laughs> and the foreign office talks about away yeah. games. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> so that, education secretary. There are the coaches. That's yeah. the coaching staff. <laughs> so there uh, you have it, and uh, just just vote for the Looney Arrowheads party. There you go. There we go. And if anyone thinks of can think of their own policies that they would like for our our gov- newly formed government to uh, <laughs> bring forward, <laughs> yeah. um, please please get in contact on Twitter or Facebook. We, we'd love do, you know to hear what, do you know what we need to do? 
and when people are doing that, we need to build a manifesto. <laughs> let's yeah, build okay. a manifesto. Okay. okay, yeah, let's build a manifesto, <laughs> then I'll put it on the website. And yeah. I'll, I'll turn well, it into I mean, article. there might be another election at some point in the near future. So you might, so, say we might have a chance. Yeah, well, you know, stranger things have happened. Do you reckon we get more votes than Lord Buckethead? The thing is, though, in, in, in the Houses of Parliament, you know, where they all do all the uh, Prime Minister's question time, are we are able to bring in a barbecue? <laughs> well, do, well, they'll just do it outside. Know... That's the whole point of tailgating, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know MPs, when they've got, like, PMQs, they all sit there waving their bits of paper around, like, up and down. Yeah. We'd just be sitting there going, oh, <laughs> just doing the <laughs> chopper. Oh, chopper. <laughs> <laughs> now that'd be a sight in the House of Commons. It would be, wouldn't it? That would be yeah. brilliant. No, but we've got some. We've got a solid manifesto there. Let's go forward. Let's, Let's go it. forward with it. Yeah. So we'll uh, we've started you off. So if you can let us know, let us know on Twitter or Facebook um, what you think we should add into our our <laughs> into our party manifesto. We, we're going to so win this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, right. So that's it for this week's podcast. Um, we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget, you can download the future podcasts from SoundCloud and iTunes. And if you hit that subscribe button, you will have the latest podcast appear as soon as it's uploaded. So thanks again to Tom and Dave. And thanks again to you guys for listening. Uh, Keep a lookout for our next podcast. Lord knows what it's going to (laughs) be. We're having a bit of a break while we're doing it. Um, But we'll chat again soon. So thanks again. We'll speak to you soon. Cheers. Bye. I mean, it started off as Chiefs and football related, and now we've had to go to. It's Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I'm not buying that. I don't know what your beef is. It's Tyreek Hill. Uh, I think it's a great game, Tom. I love it. Arm length and now animal that speeds. Was, that this was Tano Passignal. Massive, massive cop out. Ah, <laughs> oh, never mind, Dave. <laughs>